Previously on the Division Three's Finest Podcast. Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans. Next Peyton Manning, Taysom Hill. What? No. Well, I understand you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get? That's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, you took Sprite Cranberry you took, over. You took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper. I'd rather drink my own piss than cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all, and then, uh, like, those guys, they're always, they're like, they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is, do you, do you not have dragons? Yeah, and they I feel like really good. I, I know. <laughs> this is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day, honestly. So, Maya, what do you do now? Yeah, I, I work. Uh, professional now, big uh, professional guy. Episode sixty-six of the Division Three's Finest Podcast coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode sixty-six of the Division Three's Finest Podcast. How's everyone doing? Doing Great. terrific. Yeah, like I said, I think I probably made the same joke last week. This is the most social interaction I've gotten right uh, since last week. So um, obviously, great to be back for sure. And uh, Jake, definitely out here dodging coronavirus. So you know, have to, have to. In Ohio, right, Jacob Schubert? Is that correct? What'd you say? Yeah, say that again, Ben. Back in Ohio, right, Jacob Schubert? Yeah, I'm back in Ohio for right now. Uh, we'll see how this whole virus plays out. I mean, Gil, I can't come see you regardless. Well, that's what I, that's uh, what I was just about to say. This is your dream. Uh, so Shub's the king of coming to Columbus or Ohio just in general where we're in a close proximity and he won't tell me until he's actually on his way out. Um, so this is perfect for him because, one, he, does ha- he doesn't have a way out, but it's like exactly. a double-edged sword. Like He also has the perfect excuse to not hang out. So. I mean, not that I'd want to anyway, but the principle of never really hearing when you're in town is, is kind of – it hurts a little bit. Super just – Comment on that? I, I don't have any comments. I didn't think so. Oh, hey, glad to be back in the state of Ohio. Just wish it was a lot warmer. It was 85 degrees when I left South Carolina. It's uh, yeah, you don't have to like 50 here. No. That's not the case at all. Just for the listeners out there, and you you guys will probably be requesting for video chat after I say this, but Jacob Schubert during Andrew Gillen's comment was just chugging beer, just that whole comment <laughs> for like twenty seconds straight. So because he, he knew I was he knew I was coming in on him. Right, so. he he didn't know what to say. He was he was just rattling. Right, right. It was a nervous nervous move. So before we get to our movie review and fantasy BS, uh, we do have a couple of quick announcements. But like always, I guess we've already introduced them, kind of. But you know, just to do a formal introduction, like yeah. we always do. You know, it's Andrew only Gillen, right. It's only right. Mind, See, that's uh, the thing. Shub time and time again doesn't come through, but time and time again we roll out the red carpet for him. Exactly. Um, obviously, always. So we do. It misses an episode, like no, or acts like nothing. Just comes back. Just comes back. Acts like nothing ever happens. Right. That's what co-hosts uh, do, though. Honestly, but that's I guess that's what separates Ben. Me and my friend and co-host Ben and the re- reoccurring guest. I think that's what the, there's a line between good and great. Um, so I think that's what separates us. But Jacob Schubert, right. thank you for coming back on. Appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. We missed you, know. you last week. I was here last week. Two weeks, two two weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago. See, that's how much I missed you. Okay, I miss it's you. Still now. fresh in my mind. I'm out here in the guest room as a reoccurring guest recording the show. So, hey, there we nice. go. You've got to channel your guest energies. Exactly. 
Love to hear it. So I guess the only real announcement I have this week is, so I count this up, we've actually done 33 episodes in our comeback season since graduating from Bethany. And we have 66, this is our 66 episodes, so technically we've been doing this for as many episodes as we did at Bethany. So that's kind of a pretty big thing, I'd say. Yeah, that was real. We did two a week at Bethany, didn't we? Uh, uh, sometimes. Remember, right? Sometimes. It was mainly more, yeah, more, mostly once a week. And plus, we didn't really have a consistent schedule because, you know, Bethany baseball, our you know, other obligations. So it was kind of, you know, jumbled out. We've been more consistent in comeback season, I'd say, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Oh, 100%. I've, I've, Shout I've out to us. You, show. you remember our first episode in comeback season? Like, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty rough you know doing it virtually no, we it still great. have brought... it was great yeah obviously <laughs> that's why i don't I, did i miss it what did you say Jeep? i think i missed that one i think you probably did one. just you know typical recurring guest yeah we'll bleep that, that out surprise me <laughs> but, but, hey that's awesome yeah, ben, honestly ben honestly if you didn't if you hadn't told me that uh i would have never known um i probably would have put the math together like randomly one day just like looking at the episode count. Yeah. Um, but up until right this moment, I didn't. I didn't notice. So, do we start a season three, or is are we still just rolling on the comeback season? We could do. I, I don't know. We'll discuss. Yeah, we'll, discuss. we'll we'll talk to our people. Our I'm PRS. hot right now. The ideas are are flowing. I've been cooped up in the the apartment. For sure. I do miss the studio days though. That was. We should have got more content in the, the studio great, days. The great days. We didn't know. We we didn't know. We didn't know. That yeah. we were missing. We were missing some big hits. I was just thinking yeah. about this. I hope I, I mean, I don't think I can get any, any trouble with this. I don't know if there's any Bethany people out there, but I know. For, for those of you that don't know, we used to be able to record in like the TV studio. We had pretty much everything we needed and a lot more space. And it was just a hundred times better than what we do now. Wait, well, the, the only reason we were able to do that, because I was like the senior fellow of the communications department the last year. Sick but like, bro. yeah, but like I never got any like official permission to do like what we did in the studio. So like that all was- that. So like we, we recorded at like night, so no one was using the studio. But yeah, it was pretty uh, not regulated. Plus, I had there's tons of times where I like took cameras to like film Jacob Schuper's pro day. Shout out, you know that was a great video, one of our best videos of content. But I didn't have permission to get the cameras there, Probably and I and I actually took a camera down to Florida to record some different stuff we did for baseball stuff. You know, I didn't have permission to do that either. So. <laughs> No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so. Allegedly, of course. Right. Oh, of course. We'll I wonder if, caught out here. If, if Emmy Gamble is listening to this, uh, allegedly. Out. This is all allegedly. Yeah, yeah of course. Emmy. <laughs> From the program. Emmy, this is, consider this your invitation to come discuss Ben's yes. antics. Yes. Thank you for passing <laughs> me on my comps as well. That was pretty cool. I didn't know that happened. Someone had to do that. So That's thank huge. you for letting Shub get out of there. For yeah, sure. I don't know if you would have made it otherwise. <laughs> for sure. So uh, I guess we'll move on to the movie review. So, you know, we're trying something a little different this uh, this week with movie reviews. So we've kind of done a couple in the past. But, uh, you know, I guess one main reason we're doing this, obviously, you know, no sports. So it's tough in that regard with the sports podcast. But we need to evolve a little bit. But, you know, one lesson I think we learned, especially two episodes ago when Schubert was not here, I believe, two episodes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, still fresh in our memory, of course. But, you know, one thing we learned Feels is... like yesterday. For sure. And we recorded like, you know, NBA stuff, March Madness stuff. And then the next day, you know, 24 hours later, you know, we kind of talked about this last episode, but stuff got canceled and the episode's pretty much irrelevant anymore. Like there's no reason for anyone to go back and listen to that unless for historical purposes, I guess, to try to, you know, relive the glory days. Of course, of course, lots of free time. But, you know, obviously that was kind of a fluke. So we don't, especially when sports comes back, I don't foresee something like that happening. But, you know, I guess you never know. But the, 
I guess my point is in other episodes like we've done in the past, like time wise, like sometimes our episodes weren't too like listener friendly. Like I remember we recorded a, like a World Series preview like the day before Game Seven. If you listen, if you want to listen to that episode like 24 hours later, like Game Seven's over. Like you know, what's the point of like listening to that episode? So I guess the idea with like these old movie reviews is that people can go back, you know, weeks from now and it's still relevant. It's still good content. So I think. That's the kind of avenue we're trying to get in with these movie reviews, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I like that. For sure. Explanation, Ben. For sure. And then, so hopefully this goes well. Again, this is our first time trying something like this, so hopefully we can keep this up, and feel free to hit us up on our Twitter, at D3's Finest Podcast, for any movie recommendations for us. If we f*** it up, tell us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, tell Shub, at Tag JP Shoop 18. No, no, it's at J underscore Shoop 13. Exactly. Thank you. Add him with any negative comments about if there are any, if there's good ones, Ben. Bad ones, Shoop. Uh, it's just our way of filtering the, the, the different reviews. And we'll put Shoop's phone number out there as well. So you, no, guys, can, you guys can text him as well. All right. Idea. That's why you're the CEO. Wolf of Wall Street review. Here we go. Here's the game plan. I do it because I fucking need to. Could've been on Wall Street. Should've been on a ball team. Could give a fuck about y'all team. Cause I don't really feel none of y'all morphine. Wall Street. 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 All right, so first real movie review here we've done in you know a long time. Let's just start with our first impressions rewatching this movie. What are some things you guys noticed this time around rewatching the movie, and how did it compare to some of the last times you guys saw this film? No, you go ahead. All right, fine, I'll go ahead. So, um, I mean, honestly, it's like a pretty straightforward movie. It's not like one of those ones where I don't know you don't necessarily miss a lot after the first run through, but maybe some of like the deeper like. I don't know. One one thing, like for example, like and you, and it's just like it might not even be real. But we'll bleep that out. When yes, you please bleep that out. Uh, but the scene where he's like uh, talking about, um, you know, uh, what's his name, John Madden. Yeah. Uh, I think Steve like, Madden. He starts talking about Steve Madden. John Madden. John Madden. I miss sports so much. Um, <laughs> it's still on my mind. Um, but but what I'm saying is like, he gives this whole speech about how like artists or people like that only come once, uh, around every once in a while. And I was like, dude, like he's probably like talking about himself a little bit. Like, cause especially at that point in the movie, he's like, you know, kind of moving, even his wife was like, you've changed. I don't even know who you are anymore. Like he's just turned into this like cocky, like I can run the world. Like if you do it my way. And that's what he always says, you know, with his employees and stuff. Like, I just want them to want what I have or whatever. And that's like, right. their driving fat, like driving force to, basically do what he wants him to do um but well, yeah not to get too in depth but just little things like that i just kind of like even if, like i said real or not like i kind of was thinking about it a little bit more mm-hmm. um outside of the obvious like funny scenes and stuff like that but right. all in all it was fun to watch again and i don't usually like re-watching stuff so mm. this was good that's fair all right so i guess it's my turn unless ben wants to go um you got it i mean my my first impression you know re-watching this i really didn't notice anything I mean, like, some of the stuff you understand more as you get older because, like, you just learn other stuff. Uh, that's about – That's about drugs were when you first watched. Yeah. So, like, when I first watched it, I didn't know what that was. And now as I got older, now I know what they are. Yeah. Um, bad people but, like, that. I'm not a big fan of rewatching this movie, like, specifically. And I've already talked to Ben and Gil about this. Like, I think the movie's a great movie. 
but I've watched this movie about a hundred times driving down and back from Florida um, with the baseball team. So I've just kind of, I've kind of like just kind of tuned this movie out of my brain, but I do think it's a great movie and I, you know, I like this movie. So um, I do think if you haven't watched this movie, you need to go watch it. And if you've only watched it like once or twice, Hey, maybe give it a rewatch during this quarantine, but I've probably watched it 20 times in the last four years. Um, so I'm not going to rewatch it again after today. So, so the reason I probably enjoyed watch rewatching this movie more than Shub is those times on the bus ride where he's watching it, I was asleep all four years. Yeah, you were so, asleep all four years. <laughs> I never rewatched it on that bus, unfortunately. But um, I guess some of my first impressions rewatching this movie, I mean, I always knew how inappropriate it is, but I didn't fully understand how wildly inappropriate it was. Like I did some research, some save metrics, if you will, into like you know the swear words in this Huge movie. Research. Right, huge research, guys, of course. Uh, 715 swear words, and, you know, most of all time in any feature. Uh, there's 569 f***s. We'll bleep that out, of course. That's third of, of all time of, like, any films. And the funny thing, I saw this on Wikipedia, obviously, a reliable, you know, research site. The second most f***s in a movie was 700-something, but it was a documentary. It was The name of the documentary is literally called f***, a documentary on the word. So that might be one to check out if you're in quarantine, you have free time, you know, f*** the documentary. Sounds like that. an interesting one. Is that on Netflix or Hulu? <laughs> yeah, you made me go to a f***ing Google Drive this time. I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty old one. Allegedly, we're pirating movies off the internet. Right, well, That's our next movie review. What, f*** the documentary? F*** the documentary. I'll look it up. I'll see if we can find it. It's a pretty old one, though. I think it's like 1980 documentary or something. We might not be able to find it. But yeah, I guess... That was one of my first impressions, how wildly inappropriate it is. And I'm not promising, I mean, I'm sure I'll get this episode out on time, but it might be tough because there's going to be a lot of editing for, you know, editing out swear words because there's going to be you know, a lot of them in this cuss. episode. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. Appreciate I, that just, for sure. I, I hear your needs. You just got to tell me. I'll make it happen. Shoot probably won't be as considerate, but I, I will certainly try. Will not be. I'm trying to think some other uh, things I noticed this first rewatch. Oh, I guess the other thing was how long it is. It is a very long movie. It's like three hours. So it almost feels like a job when you're rewatching it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we were doing it. Let for me, our let, job. Yeah. Well, that and let me like let me schedule three hours out of my day to rewatch a movie I've seen three hundred times. A lot thanks of people are to, saying thanks to hey, Bethany bus rides. That's the that's the problem with movies nowadays. Anyway. I mean, people are saying. My roommate just said the other day, if it's over two hours, he's probably not watching it. He yeah. said that straight up. And, uh, and unrelated like, to Wolf of Wall Street. I'm almost positive it was on Netflix for the longest time. So, like, I'm almost positive it was on Netflix for the longest time. But, like, what does that have to do with how long it is? Nothing, but, like, it is easily accessible. Oh. So, like, late night, like, you're trying to fall asleep. Hey, let me just throw Wolf of Wall Street real quick. Three hours and, like, to fall asleep? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I, when you put it like that, I get it. So, but the, I mean, the main thing is though, like when you go down to like try to see like what can you cut out of this movie, like so much of this movie is such good content that it's like it's hard to cut down. Like at because, the end, like, it's like a documentary on the guy's life. Yeah, but like not in a documentary like 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 mode. Right. It's 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 a good movie, but it's just like it's there's so much stuff because it is basically based off of, it's it's based on a true story. So like there's so much stuff you just can't leave out. Right. So at the end of the review, we're going to give like, you know, our official score, I guess, out of 50 and some hot takes. I'll have a couple ideas on how to cut down this movie a little bit, but uh, we'll see if you guys like that. But yeah, it is, it is too long. Like it's it's unbelievable. There's so much funny stuff in this. It might be one of the funniest movies I've ever watched. And I'm saying that seriously, but like there is, you know, it's it's too long. It's three hours. It's just too long. 
Way too long. Yeah. Way too long. Tell him, Ben. Write him a letter. So bonus episode for you guys. We're doing Fantasy BS like always at the end of the pod, but we have a special Fantasy BS for you guys right now as well. That's two Fantasy BS for the price of one episode. You don't see that nowadays. Times are tough. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to share the wealth here uh, with some of our creative uh, genius. Um, so for this one, we're doing the best scenes of Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, we'll do two picks each. Uh, a little unconventional, but... It's probably going to be a lot of repeats. Um, I think we can hit the honorable mentions a little harder, too, which is, is always a good time. Um, so it's our first time trying this out. Uh, might be the best way to kind of talk through the movie. Um, so, like I said, honorable mentions will be good. Uh, let us know on social media, D3's Finest Pod, if we missed any. Um, but why don't we get into it? Ben, as my host, my co-host and friend. Oh, you're picking out of the hat. Yes, I'm picking out of the hat. Right. I was going to bequeath you the first pick, so don't ever say I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> You're good. I appreciate but that. please pick out of the hat because I'd rather have a chance at going first. Right. So normally we do like the guest goes first in the fantasy BS and then we'll pick the order. Just we'll kind of like move the pick. So if I pick second previous week, I'll go fourth the next week or whatever. This week, you know, there's a different fantasy BS. Is our, I guess we're doing a fantasy BS oh, later, but whoop. technically it's a different one. So we're going to pick out of a hat. Obviously, you guys can't see. There's a little bad radio here, but you know I can't see the picks. He is holding a hat with picks in it. He cannot see. Yeah. Gil, can you just commentate this while I do this? Yeah, yes. All right. First pick is coming out. He's unfolding it very close to the camera. I get the, I get the first look, actually. Um, JS. Yes, Jacob Schubert. Uh, wow. Yes. That's Golden huge. Duckling gets the first pick. All right. All right second, thank you, Ben. Oh, a nice little shake-up. Some people don't think to do that. Second pick here. Um, I'll try to do this quick. Yeah, that's good. That's right. Oh. AG, that's the unfolded paper right there. That's me, sir. All right. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the second pick. Honestly, I hate not having a back-to-back. Yeah, I hate to see that. I guess I'll take what I can get. For sure. All right, Shub, you got the first pick here, bro. Uh, this is this is tough. And we're just like, doing two picks three. this fantasy guess. Did we cover that? Two picks instead yes, of three. I think I touched on that. Okay. Poorly. So like, this is <laughs> this is tough because like there's three really good scenes. I think like there's three really really good scenes that are worth the number one pick, and then the rest are like worth the number two or three pick. Um, but I'm gonna go with the McConaughey like iconic scene, like the uh. Hey, you. Hey, you. That scene. I feel like that yeah. scene, it's like when you think of Wolf of Wall Street, you just think of that scene. I mean, West Virginia, they do that, I think, before their kickoffs. I might be wrong. They might have stopped doing that. I have two two family members that go there, and I can't remember. Um, that's, so that's fine. You're, great. So you're fine. a great family member. Yeah, great, great brother, because it's my two siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, well, uh, that's, I think that's the most iconic scene at a Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it could be. Debatable, but I definitely see where you're going with it. Um, along the same lines, though, um, I think I'm going to go. Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, probably the, Ben, I'm sorry. You're going to have to bleep this one out. But the I'm not fucking leaving speech. Mm. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> It's like it's it, it it's one of the best scenes in all movies. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, it is a good scene. Like throughout the entire movie, I mean, like it's kind of one of the more like serious. Like if any scene is gonna give you goosebumps, I guess it would be that one. And then just him being a degenerate. I feel like everything else he does is like a little more legendary, just for the sake of the character. Like 
knowing it's, I mean, it's based on a real story, obviously. Right. Um, something's probably a little exaggerated, but knowing it's just a movie is like, yeah, I want to see whatever reckless shit this guy can do. Oh, sorry. We'll that out. Whatever reckless stuff this guy can do next. It helps you that I corrected it, so you still have to bleep it out. But And then right. I said it the right way. Yeah. I know that helps you a lot. For sure. 100%. Uh, but that'll be my first pick. I'm not. That's also like, that, It might be one of the greatest scenes of all times, but it's also turned into like a great gif. Maybe that's one it. of the greatest gifts of all times. Super, that's a great point. I don't even know. I, I mean, not to brag. I never like to brag, but I do consider myself, if not the king, one of the elite gif users uh, in oh, today's sure. game. I agree. So th- thank you, thank you. See, I appreciate that. That's that's one thing Shub has backed me up on. So take that for what it's worth. Um, so I don't know why I missed that one, but no, exactly. Like even that, just that one line where some of these scenes are, the whole scene is pretty good. Like you can make the argument it's just that one moment where he's not fucking leaving. We'll bleep that out. The show goes on. All right, so I got a back-to-back picks here. Um, I guess quick question for you guys though: Do you want to do like? So I, I have like a page of notes on the McConaughey speech or like scene. Should we like save that for later? Like talk about the scenes more in depth, like after the draft, maybe. Just get through picks now? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Whatever you want. All right. uh, I'll I'll go through picks, and then I'll go back to McConaughey later. I'm going to go with first the the Steve Madden scene, the slow-mo montage, and then Jonah Hill, Donnie's, Jonah Hill's character, Donnie, you know, going crazy and just yelling out Steve Madden like uh, a... Steve Madden. Steve. My friend from school, Steve Madden. Friend from school, Steve Madden. Steve Madden. Shout out Adam Becker. Yeah, huge shout out for sure. I think he'll appreciate that pick. And then another note on that, if you look, so Steve Madden, obviously he comes in the office later in the movie and like shows off the shoes. Those shoes suck. Like how those shoes like make so much money. Those shoes are so f***ing ugly. We'll bleep that out. And I thought that was a funny part about the, another scene, the Steve Madden, like, well, I don't want to get into it too much, but when the the speech when they announced the, the right. IPO, yeah, and he's talking about his shoes to all these people, and they were throwing stuff at him, yeah. like, like they were making fun of him, like and, right there, like to his face. Like, it was just hilarious. It's not even the guys too; like the girls are like saying, "That's a fat girl shoe." Like, that was just <laughs> hilarious. And he goes, he goes, it's the same as the Sally Lou, but it's black. Yeah, that was amazing. And then I guess a part of this scene as well, because this scene was like that part with Steve Bannon is just like a minute. And then like right after that is when they meet Naomi. And that part's pretty funny too, when she goes to the party and Leo or Jordan Belfort's asking her like, you've never been on a jet ski? And she, yeah, he asks her like three times and she's like, no. And this boyfriend's like, yeah, how many more times are you going to ask her? He's like, oh, maybe a couple more times. Like that was a pretty, <laughs> that was a pretty funny yeah. part as well. So that, that's super that, shit. That was a good scene for sure. And then my next one is going to be the yacht storm scene where they crash and they get saved. So that scene was just... Cr- oh, yeah. Get the loot. I can't go down there. There's funny. It's three feet of water down there. I will not die sober. Get those fucking loads. Okay. Go. That scene was just crazy. And there's a couple like really good quotes from this one. Jordan Belford really wants to lose before he possibly dies. So he yells like, I will not die sober. I thought that was pretty good. Um, like he yells, like to like give hope to Naomi that they're gonna survive. He's like, "I'm a master diver." So those are some, <laughs> those are some pretty good scenes. Uh, they might run into some chop, you know, just a little bit of chop, like before they go to the storm. 
that was just an amazing scene. So uh, that's my second pick there. Oh, just a little bit of turbulence. Here. Yeah, just a little chop. <laughs> no, all right, you picked some good ones. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with. So this was tough for me. The two. I think I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with the fight scene with Naomi. Wake up, you piece of shit! Ow! Who's Venice? Huh? Who? 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 What are you, a fucking owl? Who is she? Wait, I don't know. Some little hooker you were fucking last What's night? What the fuck are you talking about? No, no way, baby. She's no. asking who Venice is. Yeah. And just the, the progression of that. Um, her throwing the water in his face a couple times. Like, I thought right. that was funny. Like, his reaction to that. And it was like, she kept calling him out and he kept trying to put up this, like, act. And then yeah. she would just, like, bust it. And then he would, once he knew he was busted, he just went right back to yelling at her and like and like freaking out and stuff so and then to cut obviously it finishes with the arguably another iconic scene where she she uses uh keep it pg uh keeps uh mr belford at bay with her um don't know if they're steve madden's but her heels uh i think everyone who's watching knows what i'm referring to but for ben's sake we'll leave it at that um another great part of the scene I don't think those are Steve Madden's, but that was a, that was a good callback. So I, don't, I appreciate I that. Who am I to say? And then the yeah, flashback, right. obviously, with when you find out who Venice actually is. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The that whole was... thing. And then it wraps up. They're watching through the camera. The Rocco and Rocco, which right. is also funny. You have two security guards named Rocco. Yeah. So I guess the, the thing I appreciated rewatching the movie as well is how powerful Naomi is. Like you'd think like, you know, Jordan Belfort, he's like the, you know, billionaire or whatever. Like he's gonna be the powerful figure. But Naomi's really able to go like toe to toe with him. Like like who like what are you, a fing owl, Jordan? That was like a really good That's, line. Oh hilarious. Uh and their first the part. Like their first date scene where uh Jordan's like, you know, what, you don't want to be friends with me? And she's like, we're not gonna be friends. <laughs> like she establishes like, you know, power like immediately. And it's pretty cool that she's able to go toe-to-toe, and they establish her as, like, a really powerful character, like, early in the movie. Super hot. Super hot. I think that helps. For sure. That also does help, yes. Um, so Super comes no. to me, right? Yes, no, you got the last uh, pick here. just the last pick. But All right, so last pick. Um, I feel like, you know, there might be some some more iconic scenes, but I feel like they're kind of small scenes. Um, so I'm going to go with the Arrow, Arrow Tine, is that right? Yeah, Arrow, Arrow Tine. Tine. call. Aerotine. So if I if I if I sell a stock at ten thousand dollars, my commission is five thousand bucks. If you sell ten thousand dollars worth of this stock, I will personally give you a blowjob for free. <laughs> and I hope it happens. <laughs> yes. So basically, like, why I chose that scene? It's just kind of funny listening to him. Because you had to say that company. Yeah. Well, it's also kind of funny listening to him sell a lot. So like, he's basically just lying to this person the whole time. And, like, so he finishes up that whole entire conversation, and the first thing someone else in the office says to him is, like, how did you, how'd you f***ing do that? We'll bleep that so out. So, like, that, that just made me laugh. And, you know, I think it's a great scene. I think it's worthy, worthy of a top six pick. So, air time phone call. There you go. Top six. Top six. I'll see you. I'll see you. I really like... Fast. I really like before the phone call too, where you know this guy, his name's Dwayne, is like he's a schmuck, like telling him like basically their business and like what they do, and whatever. And you can see like this guy's a joke, like he really doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's like selling him on this Aerotine product, and he's like he doesn't even know how to say Aerotine right. And uh, he like tells him like 
about the company he tells like two facts he's like i really don't know anything else so like showing like they sell microwaves <laughs> yeah and he like forgets jordan's name too like in 30 seconds into the conversation he's like oh what's your name again he's like J- jordan belford i just told you like f-ing 30 seconds ago like that was that was pretty funny too that whole airtime like you know seeing penny stocks or whatever like that was you know it was a great scene that was a good picture appreciate it yeah. Oh, also, a last thing on the airtime thing. I like when during the middle of the phone call, like uh, Jordan's like, "This is the, the airtime. The airline has the next generation of radars," and they do like a cutaway to airtime's building. It's like this small <laughs> shack. Yeah, it's like a shack. <laughs> that was hilarious. It's literally, it's literally just a shed with like words on it. This is like airtime IC. It's, it's I like just that. a shed. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I need to get it together. Happen. I'm giggling too much during this podcast. Listeners are gonna hate me. No, it's alright. I think they want... It's contagious. It's a funny movie. It's a funny movie. It's right. That's what we're trying to convey. Alright, uh, should we just go back on some of these scenes and then mention some honorable mentions, I guess? Uh, yeah, I'll just go through some honorable mentions. I'll try and keep it quick. Um, yeah. Obviously, we had a run-down opening scene where he goes through his drug um, dosages, his plan for the day. Those are interesting. And then there's also... Um, relatively close to the opening when they're, just, they're throwing the midget. Um, yeah, they're like already throwing the midget. Like I think that's like just a hilarious way to like open the movie. Um, kind of lets you know <laughs> like what it's about. Right. Um, there's a scene where he's like funk. He's talking about funk coupons and he's just throwing money at the FBI agents. Yeah. I think that that's like the I'm not leaving. Like another gifable, uh, right? Like, gifable scene there. Um, and then mm, I'm trying to think if there's any. I don't want to take all of them. I like when his they they show his dad. They're, he's introducing his dad, and they're watching the show. Yeah, he the answers e- the phone and talks in yeah. like an accent. The equalizer. I think that's hilarious. Like the polar opposite of how he is as a person. Like <laughs> right. that's how he talks like to clients. Like that. That's just it's like relatable, but like to an extreme. Yeah. So I think that's like hilarious. I waited all week for the fucking equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Um, I guess a couple other honorable mentions. I really liked when they intro uh, Donnie to the movie, yeah. like where they they mean the yeah. they mean the diner, and he's like, "How much do you make a month?" He's like, seventy-two thousand. He's like, fuck "You get the fuck out of here. What do you actually make?" And then he's like, "Yo, you show me a pay stub for that amount. Like, I quit my job. I work for you." And he just quits. And the the phone call afterwards as well, where he's calling his boss. I thought that was like really cool. And Leo kind of well, yeah, it kind of coming off that I had where they're. I had written down when they talk about how he's married to his cousin. Right, and, yeah. Like, they're just kind of, like, hashing out, like, yeah, so, like, your kids, like, you know, what if, like, something would have gone bad, like, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Jonah Hill just had, like, an answer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing is just super uncomfortable. Right, and they smoke crack, like, immediately after, like, you know, he just started working for him, like, however long ago. So, yeah, that was a, that was a good scene. Shoot, you got any other honorable mentions? No, that's all, that's all I have. You guys took them all. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man, I tried. I tried and to, you know. Gil, you mentioned. I like when they go through the different levels of strippers. Uh, yeah, that was what, a good one. Like, the, the conditions that go with them. Um, and then to go into that last one and being like, oh, we still, you know, they still hang out, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah. There's just, there's so many like little like lines and, and one liners and like little situations that I think are, are pretty funny throughout the movie. Yeah. My last, last honorable mention before I want to talk about the McConaughey scene a little bit. Is um the Steve Madden speech? Gil, you referenced it a little bit earlier, but when they're like actually actually introducing Steve Madden, like that whole speech where he's like, you know, they introduce him, he bombs, and then Jordan Belford takes the stage and then gives like an awesome speech, 
and like he's motivating his troops so they like drive uh seed man and stocks or whatever so yeah they make a lot of money um that whole speech is might be the best speech out of the whole movie because he he's really motivating his troops there's you know a line here like you don't hang up the phone until your client either buys or f***ing dies he just goes crazy during that whole scene and it's it's awesome to see it might be the best acting performance out of the whole movie because leo is just great there i'm pretty sure leo didn't even win an oscar for this he didn't he did not yeah Yeah. how did he not win that i'm not sure honestly yeah because i remember at the time he hadn't he didn't have one at the time and and that was like a big yeah he'd be going for the revenant um yeah but yeah, at the time that Wolf Wall Street came out, he didn't end up getting one. And I remember that being like a big, uh, people were not happy about that. I really like the line, telephone f***ing terrorist, too. We'll bleep that out. But I, I enjoyed that line from Leo. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. All right, so my last thing is I wanted to talk about McConaughey's scene a little bit because that, that's kind of the scene, like, it's, you know, it happens, like, seven minutes in the movie, and it's kind of like the iconic scene because it set up, like, Jordan Belfort's, like, whole mentality afterwards. So here's like one dialogue scene that I want to go over real quick. So Jordan like compliments Mark Hanna, like Matthew McConaughey's characters, his client list. And Mark Hanna's like, F- the clients, move, your, <laughs> move, move the client's money into your pocket. Like that's what, that's the goal. That's what you're trying to do. And Jordan's like, but like, you know, isn't it advantageous if, you know, you make money and your clients make money as well. And Mark Hanna's like, no. And he explains like, all you're trying to do is like reinvest their earnings, you know, commission. And, you know, nobody knows what the stock market is going to do. So you're trying to like take care of yourself and make money that way. And like, it's really where Leo or Jordan Belfort's introduced to like, making money like screwing over clients and stuff and it really yeah. turns his mentality because the beginning of the movie you just you're introduced to jordan belford and he's like he's a nice I, guy yeah he's a nice yeah. guy like he has ambition he wants to be rich but like he right. doesn't have like these other motivations in him and mark yeah. Hanna like teaches him like this whole method and you know the jerking off speech is obviously iconic as well like he, <laughs> he jerks off twice a day one of my favorite quotes works out one right before, right on it after lunch. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes is from the movie is like he's talking about checking off. He's like, I keep the rhythm below the belt. Like, I feel like that needs to be a t shirt. Like, I don't know how that's not a more iconic quote. It slept on. I think, I think, I think it. I think it's safe to say outside of the, I mean, we talked about a couple, you could argue which ones is like, well, shoot, you, you kind of brought it up that that was like the most iconic scene. I think you're right. Like, I think that whole thing could be kind of made to be one of the cooler things uh in that movie and, and we didn't even mention well she mentioned earlier like you know the chest thumping that became a whole thing within college football and like yeah i feel like if you're just in a random crowd of like 10 guys not 11 because of you know coronavirus if you just you know did the chest pounding thing with like 10 guys like eight of them would know what you're talking about they'd start pounding their chest right away and doing the wolf of wall street thing no i agree 100 percent do you guys want to cover any of the other scenes we talked about? Or I don't think I was ever able to get the actual beat of it down. I don't yeah, think I'm, like I'm not sure I have it too well either. That's, it's What'd you say? Hard. I'm not sure if I have it too well. Shub, you, ha- you say you have it? Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah, this dude practices in his free time. Shub, give I've, us a demonstration. I've worked a lot of West Virginia games. I've gone to some West Virginia games. It's not that hard. Yeah, you do in the shower. Yeah, show yeah, us. Make fun, yeah, yeah, make, well, yeah I'm, make fun of me, Shub. Make fun of me. I'm in the shower, I just go, uh... Uh, yeah, but can you beat your chest on like on the beat that he does? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm doing it right now. All, all the way through. It's pretty weak. Yeah, it's pretty weak. Facetime you after this and like show you how to do it. <laughs> Only no, you should take a video of yourself and do it, and we can use it as content. Yeah, um, demonstration, okay. yes, if you will. 
That'd be good. That'd be good for content. All right, let's move on to some other categories before we wrap this up. Next one we got is recasting ideas. These ideas will vary from roles we think one of us could play in this movie. What a, what role a random athlete, we're still a sports podcast, could play in this movie, and any other suggestions that come up. Who wants to start here? Yo? Um, yeah, I guess I'll start. That's great. That was a great transition shoot, but I was really it was, good. It was below average. Well, you said that on me. Um, so Shub, you're calling out our other guests, and you can't even do it yourself. I know, I know. That's I chalked that up to the beef. Nope, we're restarting. We're restarting. So I got one. Um, I think. I mean, obviously, like I don't think I could be, but I feel like in some areas it'd be cool to be Jordan Beaufort, um, especially the life he leads there for a bit. Uh, but one thing I thought was funny, just thinking of myself as, was the. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this. I almost brought it up. They're about to sell Steve Madden. They're about to go public with Steve Madden's stock, and that kid is cleaning his fishbowl. Yeah. I think I, I, think I would have been a great stand-in for that guy. I think I could have been a great – like, they just yell at him. They, he eats his journey. He eats his fish. Everybody – he fires him, basically. Everybody on new issue day? Like, you do this yeah, on new issue day? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, it starts out, he, like, walks away from him and stuff. And the guys – and the poor kid, he's like, yeah, I just had it. I got all my paperwork done. I had a free minute. I was just cleaning my fishbowl. And it turns into him getting fired and, like, publicly shamed. Yeah, he so gets I stuff thrown at him. just thinking of myself as that um, character. Because I feel like anyone else is like, yeah, I can say that, but all these dudes are fucking insane. We'll be back. Like, I don't know if I could realistically see myself as any of these people. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't even feel comfortable saying, like, <laughs> saying anybody's shoe. But I think I had one for you. Um, but I think you would be uh, their butler. Uh, you'd be a great stand-in for the butler. Um, so, <laughs> that's weird. That's weird. I'm surprised that wasn't your first option. Um, as far as athletes, um, this was a tough one. Um, I couldn't really like think of any that would fit in like super duper well. I think George Clooney would have been another, or not George Clooney. I'm sorry, Robert Downey Jr. Well, George Clooney too, I guess. But Robert Downey Jr. would have been another good Jordan Belfort. Obviously, DiCaprio did great, but I think is he an athlete? No, no I said I had a. I, that's why I started out saying I had a hard time thinking oh, okay, of athletes. Sorry. Didn't hear that. It was like the first couple sentences of my answer. But anyway, it was tough to think of athletes because again, it's kind of similar to where like I couldn't see myself re- like super realistically in any of these. Like I don't really see a professional athlete like sliding into this like super gracefully. Um, maybe like Isaiah Thomas is the midget at the beginning. Um, that would be fucking like, I, come on. Exactly. That would be hilarious. Like no disrespect, no disrespect, but just imagine like that whole scene when they, they even freeze frame on the midget and it's just like Isaiah Thomas. Like what? Like that, that's probably the best one that I can think of. Honestly, that's good. And that's just off the top of the head. That's good. All right. So I, I'll go before Shub gives his last takes here. Uh, one idea I had for Shub is Rugrat, just because of his terrible hairline. He has to wear a toupee. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> And Shub's out. He just took his headphones off. But I thought, I thought that would have been pretty funny. He's talking to somebody else over there anyway. It doesn't matter. Plus, like, Rugrat is, like, just outside of being in the inner circle. You know what I mean? Like, he's right on the line because, like, Jordan well, Belford. Exactly. That's what I, I thought right there. So, you know, other Rugrat's other characteristics, like, Shub doesn't really fit. So, it would just be, you know, specifically because of the hairline. And then, so, my last one. So, I didn't – I couldn't really think of an athlete. I feel like if I was going to pick an athlete, maybe the role of Brad. How do I describe Brad? 
He's the guy that gets caught when Jonah Hill like shows up in that parking lot, like fake drunk or whatever, and then Brad gets arrested. Yeah, that's a good one. He, okay, that would be the perfect spot for the for for some athletes. Yeah, I, I felt like yeah, maybe like an enforcer, maybe like Russell Westbrook or Pat Beverly or a, like a tough guy in sports like that. Would they have to be bigger though? Maybe I don't know. I guess Russell Westbrook's kind of short. I don't know. Steven Adams. James Harden. Oh, Steven Adams. That's that's a good one. He's a little too tall, though. He's like seven feet. Yeah, maybe in your opinion. <laughs> yeah. CGI. They could just make him a little bit shorter and make him that's look more realistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then, so my, so the one that I came up that I think is pretty good for an athlete, I guess he's not an athlete, but he's in the sports world, is uh, Coach Taylor, the FBI agent. Instead, so I, I just kept on trying to picture, like, another coach in this position. I imagined, like, John Gruden as the FBI agent. <laughs> I feel like that'd be good. So I think the reason this works is when I watch Coach Taylor, and I, whenever I watch like this movie, I see Coach Taylor. I don't see an FBI agent. So that part kind of because I think I'm a bigger Friday Night Lights uh, TV show sure. fan than you know other people, I guess. But I really don't like his energy. I feel like he could have more energy and more personality. I feel he's like Gruden brings that to the table. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, but I feel like he could be a bigger dick. Like he could play that role better and. I feel like Gruden could bring more juice to the table, a little more personality. You, you want him to be a bigger dick. Yeah, well, more personality, I guess, more energy. I feel like he's just same, he's just like a straight dick. I feel like Gruden could do a better job. You just want to be a great dick. Yes. I feel like there's more in that role. There's more room. All right, so kind of playing off of that then, um, the role Thanks. I think I could play, I, th- I think I could be Coach Taylor uh, or as Patrick Denham the FBI agent, because I think I am a dick. Um, huge dick. Uh, could be a narc. That could be my role. <laughs> you heard it here first. Jacob Schumer's a, a self-proclaimed narc. I'm a narc. Could be my role. Uh, I think Gil. I think Gil would be a really good Jordan Belfort uh, for unnamed reasons. That's <laughs> That's why. Uh, ben, I really don't have a role for you, but I, I do think Gil would be a, a great Jordan I mean, Belfort. I, I hate to be that guy, but I feel like we're missing an obvious one. Uh, here, uh, I, I mean, I don't. Maybe I'm making things up, but I'm, I'm sure there's somebody out there in the movie that Ben, our our friend and co-host, could play. Oh, I'm sure there is. I just didn't really, you know, dive that deep. Um, there's there's no one you could think of. I mean, that could, I mean, that, that could ben, ben, I think you could be. I think you could be Donny Donny Azoff, or is, that's the, name, the Jenna Hill character. There's nobody but else in know. the inner circle, or like one of the closer friends that you think you could be friends with, or he could be. No, I can't think of any. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious. So I have a lot of athletes. Definitely not Chester Ming. No, so I, I wasn't going to put race into this, so. Was what? That? <laughs> what? Wow. Shoop, wow. So, characters I think that could, athletes that could be in this movie. Um, for starters, Jordan Belfort. Um, multiple athletes I think we have are Birdman. No. Uh, without tattoos, without tattoos. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, J.R. Smith, that'd be another guy. I think that could, could be Jordan Belfort. Again, based off a real story. But uh, yes, based off a real story. But I think the main guy, athlete, that could be Jordan Belfort. After those two jokes, Ryan Leaf. I think that's the perfect Jordan Belfort as an athlete. That's a terrible pick. That is such a bad pick. I, I, I can't even. I don't even know where to start. With how bad that was. I think that's a great pick. All right, so. I'm glad you think so. Michael Phelps could be in this movie. Where? He could be the Matthew McConaughey. The Marcana. 
That'd be interesting. Same jawline, basically same person. Sure, so that'd be interesting. Like this movie. I think that'd be good. John Daly. I think John Daly could play Donnie Azolf. Okay, there's a good one. That's your another. best idea out of all these. I got another one. I think... Uh, but not... Well, right, but I just thought of it. I think if, if he could do it right, I think what would be funny is Tom Brady as Matthew McConaughey, as okay. Mark Hanna. If he, could, if he could pull it off the same way, I think that'd be hilarious. Can you imagine Tom Brady or Michael Phelps telling you you need to keep the rhythm below the belt? Yeah, or just the simple fact that they jerk off twice a day. Right. We know we know Michael Phelps has been into a little bit of the drug situation. All right. So I think Matthew McConaughey and him, same situation. Is that a story? Did I miss a memo there? Huh? Did I Shoop miss? Just come, Shoop just comes out here to slander. Yeah, just let me just let me do my thing. All right. We're gonna start getting last, sued by Michael Phelps people. Last, that, last person that, that I have. Let's talk offline. We really got problems with casting crowns. Last person I have is Ben Roethlisberger for Donnie Asshoff, the Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill character. Um, for names I cannot say, so for reasons I cannot say. Sorry. Right. Maybe right now, I, before like Ben was never in like peak great shape, but now he really looks sad with oh, the beard. Right now, like definitely, yeah, yes. definitely right now is the best chance Ben Roethlisberger would have to play Donnie Asoff. I guess Shub, I could see you playing a. Uh, What's it called? Coach Taylor's FBI agent for sure. I guess the scene that really resonates with me is like the end scene where, you know, they they catch Jordan Belfort like he's caught, he's going to jail or whatever, but he's still on the subway. Like he he looks kind of sad or whatever. He, like he's in a like suit that he's worn three days in a row. Like looking down, he sees like other poor people on the subway as well. I could see you like in that subway, like wearing the same suit, playing that role. Like that's, I could see you portraying that role for sure. So last thing we have before we give an official review and some final thoughts, uh, this might be too easy with this movie, but we're going to try it for the first couple movies review and we'll see how it goes. We're going to try to, as a team together, build the Mount Rushmore of best characters. So I think the first two or three characters are pretty much locks here, but the fourth we might have somewhat of a discussion. So how should we try to do this? Um, that's good. I don't know. Do you want to go picks? We just go through and then if, I think if it's like clear cut, we keep it, and if not, we we can discuss quickly. Well, I think the first two are clear. You know, Jordan Belford and Donnie Azoff, like one and two locks, yeah. right? Oh, okay. I would see. I, I almost put Naomi in front of. Uh, well, I think Naomi's Don. a lock. I, I think, think Naomi's three. So okay, I think those three are locks, right? Done. I agree. I agree. Okay, so this is going by pretty quick, and so the fourth one. I was thinking a couple options. I think it's probably going to end up being Matthew McConaughey, Mark Hanna. But I, think so. I guess another option, because he's only in like the first five minutes of the movie, so you could argue like maybe one of those other side guys like Brad or the FBI agent or Rugrat would be my fourth option if we don't pick McConaughey. But I think it's probably McConaughey here. Yeah. I, I had McConaughey, the FBI agent, or Belford's dad, because I think Belford's dad's funny. He is very funny. And, and I was thinking that as well. And another guy that's I'll put, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Another guy that's funny but isn't featured like he's not in the Mount Rushmore conversation is Jordan Belford's what is he like the advisor like the private investigator. I thought he he's pretty funny. The yeah. one the one scene that resonated with me is like when they're on the phone call at when Jordan Belford drives to the private club or whatever and like mm. Belford starts slurring his words. He's like, "Jordan, are you fucking high? Are you fucking high?" <laughs> <laughs> that scene uh, uh one, one I just thought of 
I guess is an honorable mention, the the Swiss bank manager. Yeah, true. I can't think of his name. That's good character. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name either. But yeah, he was a good character. Let I, me see if I can find it. I think that's uh, I think it's the four though, right? McConaughey's our fourth. Yeah, yeah. I, I said so. McConaughey. Yeah, he's just more iconic than the other yeah, ones. Yeah, he's just. Yeah, you think? He's incredible in that role, so I, I, we gotta yeah. give it to him. So yeah, obviously that was too easy. This might be a category that's gone in two weeks, but hopefully the next <laughs> movie we do it or out. the yeah, we're just trying it out. This is a trial Testing basis. Testing the waters. Exactly. So you know, next movie we do it might be a tougher decision. Alright, content there, but we do have to give an official review, um, as well as any thought we hit on a lot of them. Uh, many many you've been saving, um, but I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give it out of 50. This is, I always hate going first. I'm going to give it, I'll give it a 40. I'll give it a hard, a 41. I'll give it a 41. I think it's solid. I think it's funny. I think it's classic. Timeless. Uh, loosely based off a true story is also relatively interesting. Because like I said, kind of said before, it's like one of those things where you're like, you kind of have to remind yourself that like some of the shit happened for real. So that's crazy to like kind of remember because a lot of it just seems like outlandish. Um, and it's it's quotable, it's gifable, uh, right up my alley. Uh, so I'm gonna go 41, 41 overall out of 50. It's my turn now. Yes, sir. If you'd like, uh, I'll go. Um, I see. I gave it a higher score. Um, even though I, I've probably bashed this the most in our group chat. Yes, absolutely. Um, I gave it a 48 out of 50. And it loses two points for this. Um, it's too f***ing long of a movie. That's one. Overall viewership and um, length of watching. Two, two vital vital data points to take into account. Exactly. All right, I'm going to go next. I guess, why did I say that? I'm the last person to go. <laughs> no one else has. Last. Right, I'll go last. Um, I'm gonna go hey, forty. I'm gonna go forty-eight out of fifty as well. Actually, I know you know high score. Obviously, it is too long, but the acting in this is incredible. I think this might be the apex of McConaughey, Leo, and Jonah Hill. Like their acting careers, this might be the best movie of all those three, and they're the top three actors of this movie. You know, plus Naomi as well, Margot Robbie. This might be her apex yeah, as well. Name. Yeah, I just said it. <laughs> so obviously. Having those four characters, Scorsese as well, we haven't even mentioned his ability as a director. So obviously, you know, incredible all around there. It might be one of the funniest movies of all time. Just all those scenes we mentioned in Fancy BS that are all incredibly funny. And the, just the main critique is it's just too long. Hey, I think that's good for me. Shub, did you uh, enjoy rewatching this movie, even though it was kind of forced on you? Uh, half and half. I enjoyed watching it because it was super funny again. But again, the three hours it takes it feels like a job, and just I've rewatched it three hundred times to the point where I don't need even need to rewatch it. But I know it's happening. Right. I appreciate that. I appreciate the honesty there. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was fun. It was a good movie. A few moments later. Now joining us on the podcast, this is her fourth appearance on the show. She's quickly becoming one of our all-time favorite guests. Not sure why she keeps coming on the show. She quite literally has thousands and thousands of more followers than us and is quickly becoming TikTok famous to add to her Twitter fame resume. But nevertheless, we're pumped to have her on the show. Gabby Gowdy, how's it going? Hi, guys. How are you? I'm doing well, I guess, the best I can at the moment. Yeah, it's tough. Are you tough times. coronavirus? Oh, yeah, I'm big dodging coronavirus. Uh, I guess I got one question. Has, has internet fame picked up or fallen off since uh, 
the quarantine became a thing. Um, picked up. <laughs> it's good I to hear. That's to be expected. No one has anything better to yeah. do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What else do I have to do? Right. Hey. Well, we're happy. That's. I guess that's kind of where the TikTok career started from. Is that fair? Yeah. I made. Do you know how long it took you to make that first video? Uh, I, 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 I don't know which one is the first one. Okay, did you see the one where I have all, like, the Browns jerseys on and I feel uh, the Browns players better yeah. than the Steelers yeah. players? I did, I did. Okay. How long did that take you? Um, I started doing it at, like, 2 a.m., and I was done at, like, 4. Interesting. <laughs> wow. That's well, dedication that right hour, there. Like, an hour of the video process is trying to set up um, I put like my stool, like a bar stool, and then I put like a little ottoman on top of that, and then this big vase with the cup on top of that, so the camera could so be at a good angle. That's that's just commitment yeah. to your craft. That's really. good research. Though. I, I respect yeah. the craft. Yeah, that's dedication. <laughs> I feel All like right, it so did really well. For fantasy BS, um, today's fantasy BS is brought to you by the Let's Get Tropical Division Three's finest bracket coming soon, very soon. Right around the corner, next 2021. Shub, I'm reading. Thank you. Uh, coming soon in 2021. Uh, same as the 2020 Olympics, just staying on brand. You know, kind of following trends. Uh, rest in peace, Tokyo Olympics. Uh, but all right. That being said, today's fantasy BS is the best quarantine snacks. So not just snacks. We're thinking things that you may have to resort to because you're locked up. You can't maybe get out as easy as you used to. Got to stock up. Maybe make do with what you have. Um, as our guest, Gabby Gowdy will go first. Um, as our second guest, I guess, Jacob the Ball Schubert will go second. I will take the third pick. And Ben, my friend, my co-host, you know the drill. Back-to-back picks at the end of the snake draft. All right, guys. People forget Start snake soft. draft. Cheez-Its. That's my number one pick. Cheez-Its? Yeah. Is there any any particular reason? Like, have you gone through, like, two, three boxes in a day or I've something? Been doing, like, what's going on? Oh, my God, you're an ass. Um, I bought a family size box last week and for dinner I've been having about um, 10 to 50 cheeses that's like, a night with a glass of wine. 50? I was gonna say, <laughs> that's I was a wide gonna, range. I was going to give you portion size till you went to 50. But that's a yeah, wide range. 10 to 50 cheeses a night with like a couple glasses of wine is a solid dinner. Is it just a, a bad idea? Reg- some cheese it's here. Regular cheese it's or flavored cheese it's? Regular. Regular? Okay. Reduced fat. Oh, wow. Okay. Big key. Of course. Of Major I key. Crunchy. Right. Because they're crunchy. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Right. It's all about the texture when it comes to cheese. You're going to hate all of my picks. It's fine. Yeah. I already anticipated that. That's right. Your followers are going to dominate this draft, so you'll get 70% of the votes. We're going for second here. We'll see, see yeah. who gets second. Oh. Uh, so am I up? Yes. That's how the draft works. That's what Dylan asked. Am I allowed to second am, I, am I allowed to choose beer? I guess. I mean, I guess, dude. I'm, I'm I'll better than you picking out. I was selecting beer. Yeah, it's yeah. better than you taking out. Better than beef. Yeah, better than beef. <laughs> Way better than beef. <laughs> I'm choosing beer. All right. That's fucked. All right, I'm only picking this. We'll bleep that out. Because I don't know if it'll make it back to me. Yes, all right, Ben. I don't know if it'll make it back to me, but on Shub's pick, I'm going to take wine, personally. Yeah, it was going to be, honestly, I wasn't going to take it unless someone took beer, but now that beer is out there, I feel like almost obligated to take wine. 
Yeah, like, am I supposed to take another alcohol now? Like, whiskey? Like, what am I supposed to do now? No, that's yeah, too I... far. That's too far. That's too far. Okay. Well, you guys did it. No, yeah. it's only good for me and Schubert. Beer and wine are pretty basic. I could pick, like, a four loco. <laughs> Um, no, okay. Go ahead, man. Pick whatever you want. You're the CEO, and, and, and an esteemed guest, Gabby Gotti. Right. Who am I to tell you guys what to pick? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who are you to tell us? Okay. Uh, hey, back to back picks oh here. Uh, I'm gonna go ice cream. And well, no, come on. What kind? <laughs> no, that counts. If you say wine, you can pick yeah. ice cream. Uh, right I here, ice, cream. ice cream. Red wine. I'll even get a brand if you want. So is white wine. No, so too far. White wine. Ice it. cream though. Alright, that's fine. Yeah. I'll let it, you're right. I, under, I, I hear your logic. I hear it. But what kind? But just for just so we know. Yeah, like, not what, for your um, I'm, I'm a big uh, mint chocolate chip guy. Uh, cookies and cream. Those are probably my main two. I have mint chocolate chip in the fridge. Hey, love to hear that. What do you say, Gil? I'm sorry. I'm... You should have picked it straight up. You should have picked it straight up. I think it would have been more appreciated than just regular ice cream. But that's uh, just me. Okay. That's just a guy's opinion. I thought you were hating over there. I, I misread the gestures over there, the body language. Yeah, the mic's having some issues. Yeah, that's all right. Popping in and out of audio here. That's all right. All right, second pick here. I have <laughs> literally no idea what to pick. I have a too big of a list here. I, I need to narrow my options down a little bit. Okay, I think I'm. Whoa. I think I'm. Brag, bro. <laughs> yeah, huge flex. I'm gonna go pizza rolls. <laughs> we'll bleep oh, that out. That's a good pick. That's like knocked out of everybody. Huge. All right, Joe, you got you got the next pick here. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take mac and cheese. Wait, did you skip me? No, no, you're, you're next. No. no, I don't know how it works. Oh no, yeah, you're okay. first. Yeah, so Shub's next, then you. But then you have two picks in a row, so. Okay, so, okay, I can't but, get it. Well, I'm, I'm up though. Let's let's hold your boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a snake draft. Yeah, snake draft. So I'm gonna take peach crown. Oh, what the fuck? Two alcohols? No, that's fine. Two you alcohols. Um, you got it. You got it. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I've had great. it a couple times. Great. It's pretty good. 100. Shout, shout out to my parents for buying that because I can't get it. So pretty good. That's a great second pick for this draft. You're, <laughs> you have back to back now. Um, okay. We'll pick that up. Can't do worse than that. So don't. I'm gonna pick Cheddar Ruffles. Okay. I like that actually. I'm a big. I'm personally a big fan of the of the cheddar ruffles. I like I, ruffles. Wait, cheddar just straight up cheddar? What's that, what's that mean? Well, there's a like cheddar, cheddar and sour cream. There's cheddar and sour cream. Oh, cheddar, cheddar. Oh, all right. I mean, cheddar's good. I like both. I don't cheddar's discriminate. Oh, I'm a fan. I I do kind of cheddar and sour cream is where it's at. But that's a great pick for you. Thank you. <laughs> what does that yeah. mean for you? <laughs> Not for shoes. <laughs> you, you have another pick. Last pick that I is it my last pick? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Um, I'm gonna go for popcorn. I'm so basic. I had that. I love I popcorn. I have popcorn in the house right now. I did. That's great, Ben. You and yeah. same metrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been living off of those three things. Wine, so. cheese, it's nothing wrong with that. Popcorn and cheddar, cheddar ruffles. ruffles. <laughs> and then not, not cheddar. Select. Sorry. Some select fruits, but that's fine. Oh, fruits oh, are God, hot. My mom is shouting. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, we didn't know if it was you or Shub. We kicked fruits out a while ago. Fruits were hot seat a while fruits, ago. Too much fruits sugar. are bad for you. Too much weight. Too, too much, much sugar. Fruits are bad. Yeah, lots of sugar. You don't want you don't want to overload in sugar, especially now in the times. All right, so oh, I should. 
My last pick. Wrap us up. Uh, yeah. So to go along with my beer and my peach crown, I'm going with Hostess Cupcakes. Oh, okay. The OG of dis- really the OG pick. snacks. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's your only good pick. That's, that's- I have the be- I have number one picks for all three picks. So I mean, you can complain all you want. I'm not complaining, Shoop. I I'm honestly looking out for you. <laughs> like you make these picks. Well, you're. Hey, um, I just have to say something before you continue. Yeah. Take that dumb stick out your mouth. Uh, she's referring to a jewel. Uh, yeah, Shoop, <laughs> stop it. Shoot, take that out of your mouth, you nasty. I didn't want to say anything. I'm glad she did. All right, my turn. I'm up. I'm going to pick. Um, I think my last one, this was tough because, like, it's like I could be basic or I could just go. I, I'm going to go third pick, Chipotle delivery. They're they're big on the free delivery lately. Okay, fine. That, that's a meal. Yeah. That's, a, that's not a snack. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. a snack. Yeah, All right, yeah that's look, a whole meal. I got a, I got a whole last Chipotle I got a whole burrito. list here. I got a whole list here. Should be talking about specifics. I mean, you pick two alcohols, bro. I mean, the snack could be a guacamole and chips, not a f-ing burrito. I did have chips and dip. I'm gonna go with ramen though. Okay. Instead. Huge. If, if Chipotle is a meal, then I'm just gonna go with like a ramen pack. Are yeah. you making like a Kylie Jenner ramen or just a regular average uh, day ramen? I mean, I, I might, I might throw some spices in there. I don't know, but I'm pretty basic. Pop an egg guy. in that thing. Maybe if I'm feeling real frisky, I guess, but I'm pretty straightforward with the ramen. That's what it's made for. Would have been good for my brand to get ramen, but that's all right. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with Cheetos. I'll go with Cheetos. Oh, that's a good one. Flaming hot or just regular? Regular, fla- regular. Flaming hot. I can do crunchy or the puffs. I like crunchy, but I like both. But I like country better. That's the right answer. That's the right answer. Yeah. Disappointed Uh, I didn't get ramen though. Dude, if you like puffs, shoot probably does. So I'm sorry in advance. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. But that if you like puffs, come on. Shoot, are you you a flaming hot guy? What'd you say, Beth? Shoot, are you a flaming hot guy? Am I a what? A flaming hot guy. No, I'm not a flaming hot guy, but uh, I've heard everyone else is, so that's why I asked you the question. Okay, that's fair. I like generic. Flaming Hot. Flaming Hot, like, one bag is good, but, like, if you have, like, a whole, ba- like, you know, set of those, like, it's just going to be too much. It's going to overpower. If you have more than one bag of Flaming Hot, it just hurts. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you would be, like, a Flaming Hot guy. No, I think I guess that's fair. But it's just not for us. It ain't for me, at least. No way. Yeah, not on our brand. It's definitely for me. <laughs> Yeah, well, whatever. That's why you're the guest. Thanks. All right. You guys got anything else? Any honorable mentions? I guess we can go through those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had some. Um, I mean, just on the note of, like, pastas, I didn't want to get too into that, but Alfredo pasta, regular meat sauce pasta, you can't go wrong. Can't that's soup. a meal. Again. There. Again, it's a meal. You think? You think? Yeah, that's a meal. That's I a got meal. it. We have a class that's Alfredo meal. pasta yeah. is a meal. That's fair. No, I had some Chips and dip is a snack. Chips and dip is a snack. Uh, I, I guess that's cheese and crackers. <laughs> cereal. Yeah. Cereal. That's a good. That is a good. That one. is a good one. That's a I, could argue, I could argue that that's a breakfast meal. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you. We're gonna be nitpicking all these fucking picks here. We'll be that out. Cereal is definitely the last snack I have. Gale snack. Um, buffalo chicken dip. That's just so universal, you know. At the tailgate, at the quarantine. Buffalo chicken dip can be anything it wants to be. 
That's the, that's yeah. the crazy. It could be a snack, could be a meal, could be whatever you want it to be. That's the thing. Yep, snack. I mean, I guess if you're going to use that argument, I mean, some people could consider, consider Chipotle pasta snack. No, I mean, I'm just, no one considers Chipotle snack. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, Gil, we could throw it up as a poll tomorrow. We'll get uh, 50 votes and see, see uh, what the votes are. Is Chipotle a snack or a meal? No, that's not the question. Chipotle that's delivery. Question. Chipotle uh, delivery. Another poll is no, do you put mustard could you consider on your Chipotle? It a snack? Could you consider what? Chipotle a snack? Is the question. Would you ever consider putting mustard on your Chipotle? That's another. I don't ever want you back on my podcast again. Who no, 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 that? that that is not something I do. That is something the great Rick Carver has done, not me. Shout out for well, the program. Yeah, shout out the show, I guess. Um, but he might be the only person in the entire world to have ever even tried that. But say, oh, that's yeah. not me. I'm not that disrespectful to Chipotle. So you think if we put that up as a poll, it would do well? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I think again, 100%. No, don't put mustard on your Chipotle. Um, Sounds like a great poll. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a great poll. <laughs> All right. Dude, my bad. Sorry. Good suggestion, though. Yeah, let's, let's put up a poll where we just know what... Yeah, let's put a poll where we know the answer. Maybe, maybe those five Franciscan kids that played this year will say yes. So we never know. It's, Shout uh, out, Franciscan friends of the show. Friends of the program. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll go with my honorable mentions. I guess uh, beef jerky. It's too expensive, Ooh. but it is very it's good. Way too expensive. Way too expensive. Sour cream and uh, sour cream and onion chips. I know where you went, but that just popped in my head. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Uh, goldfish. Big fan of goldfish. Um, Pick flavor blasted cheddar. All of them, yeah, they're good. And then uh, pretzels, big pretzels guy. That's a, probably a personal brand are you, thing. Are, right? yeah. are, are you a fan of the actual pretzels or like the sticks, pretzel sticks? All of them, I don't discriminate, but I mean, I don't can't. discriminate. You never discriminate. We're a discrimination podcast. Right, but I've been buying, I love it. I've Honestly. been buying sticks, so that's where we're at in life right now with the quarantine. What kind of angle are we getting right now? Oh, okay. What do you mean? Oh, no, no one can see us. No, I'm talking about you. You're like. I know. I, I got like my blankets propped up here. I can I can like lean back. I've been, I've been sitting nice. in my kitchen. I've been sitting in my Gil's fucking kitchen Gil, table for work the past week and a half. Bad radio. I'm starting to hurt. Okay, uh, I'm having some problems. I'm trying to adjust. If I would appreciate if you just left me alone. Lots okay. of grit though. Going Gil, through back troubles. Is that a memory of yeah. mattress? It, it is actually, it ladies. Is. Ladies, if you're ever trying to find a place to stay, Gil has a memory Isn't that that's crazy? We are ladies that she was talking ladies to. Ladies during this we quarantine, under, we are under a stay-at-home order. Do not come. Do not listen to Schubert. Please stay in your residences. Thank you. All the ladies of the podcast. Yeah, all of them that listen. The, the hundreds. That so listen. many. So many. I did find out though. I looked on Instagram at my analytics. Guess what percentage of guys follow me compared to girls? A million. 80%. Percent, you dick. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 70. 65%. 70. What did you say? It's 80. 66% guys. I'm closest. Because it's 65. Oh, you said 65? I thought you said 60. That's a good pick, Gil. That's nuts. Not to brag, but I called it. Thank you very much. She was too high with 80. That's all right, though. Yeah, what, Gabby, are you... Are you What's new? Wait, what did you say? Sorry. Are you surprised with what she... I think it was going to be more lopsided. No, I'm not surprised. 
Yeah, right, exactly. You're, you're surprised there wasn't. You're surprised there weren't more females. Honestly, probably is is what I'm imagining. No. <laughs> I'm trying to help no. you out. I'm just gonna be honest. Any more uh, honorable mentions from you guys? Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Well, I said cheese and crackers, but I don't know if you heard me. I heard you. It just wasn't that great of a pick, so we just kind of kept it. I like cheese and crackers. Also, you know that the white cheddar popcorn puffs with the pirate booties? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Good good snack. No, that's a good pick. Too expensive, but cheese plates. We get to throw some meat in there with the crackers. You expand your brand a little bit. I see it. That's see over there, Ben. Yeah. Should be got any? Everything I said has been cheese, so. Yeah. <laughs> Big cheese girl. Um, it, is this a meal? I just thought of this, though. Walking tacos, I feel like it'd be pretty easy to make at home. I feel like that could be argued. Now we have a good poll there if that's a poll. If that's a meal or is that a snack? That's I'm a little so nobody cares. It, do you think that for real? Do you really think yes. that? Yes. What, is it taco in a bag? Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. It's taco in a bag. I'm actually on the side where it can be both. I think it's talking about it too. Fucking kidding! <laughs> you guys are joking. We'll be back. It could be both. You guys are kidding. This is this is a. I'm about to get off. You might have to finish this. Yeah, I'll take over the show. Something else to do. This is a monster. Yeah, I, I can go somewhere where people know what the f- a go walking out. taco is. You can't go anywhere. We're under shelter in place in Ohio. I can go make a walking taco. I get to go do that right now. Not a taco in a bag. Well, God, I, if I ever call it that, I, I want someone, listeners, I want someone to f-ing just hit me in the back of the head with a brick or something. Taco in a bag, bro. So I come from a place where I there was no tacos in a bag or walking tacos. If you look in all in Hong Kong for a walking taco, you would not find one. It's just not available. Break, Nothing. Break, no, no tacos are walking. You've been here long enough. But like when you would eat a, I'm not really walking when I'm eating them. I'm sitting down. True. It's not the point. It's not the point about what you're actually doing. The fact that you could walk with it makes it a walking talk. But it's also in a bag. It comes back hear, to. Do you hear comes, yourself saying that? Though? It comes like, back to. Oh, is like oh this is just a taco in a bag. And, oh no, it's it's that a fucking walking talk. That makes more sense. Yeah, but it's stupid. It's dumb. And again, you know, just like the pop and soda comment, like when you open up a, a pop, does it say pop or does it say soda? It says pop. It says soda. It says it's, pop. I mean, I'm not arguing that at all. Yeah. I'm just saying taco in a bag is like, it's just an awful thing to call something. It could be It's dumb. a walking talk. I've probably, had, I've probably had three walking tacos my whole life. They're all at Bethany in the cafeteria. Thank you. He just called it walking taco. It Ben's on my side. Ben is on my side. No, she doesn't. It's not how it works. Jeez. <laughs> Stuff has a name, and you stick with that name. I've called it both. Is that true? I mean, yeah, I think so. No. I think there's a the right answer out there, and it's mine, not yours. Gil, during this walking taco rant, I've... <laughs> I'm gonna have to use like ten bleeps. A lot of swear words in this rant, unfortunately. I need a lot I need more to editing. Okay, how passionate I am about your guys' crazy name for this thing. Yeah, inexplicable. Oh, taco in a bag. I mean, what is it? It's a taco in a fucking bag. I'm not arguing. I'm arguing the name of it. I didn't know this taco was fucking walking. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that either. I, I'm walking with the taco. But I'm sitting with it. It's a taco for walking. This is a great content. 
I'm very happy this made just the cut. Just it's just it's just another time. I mean, time and time again, it's just another segment where I'm just right and everyone else is wrong. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's really wow. Okay yeah, then. Comes down to. This is gonna be a start of a co-host feud here. It might oh. be. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the start of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, you guys got anything else? Uh, man, I think I'm good, honestly. All I think right. we hit a lot of the good ones. Pasta, I, you know, we, we hit all of them on a general level. Yeah, Chipotle. Pasta <laughs> I took it out, man. Don't bring that <laughs> back. Nobody took it out. I, my thinking was stuff that I've eaten frequently since the quarantine started. Chipotle delivery yeah. is one of those yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's fair. And I told you all the things I've eaten frequently, which are... Uh, you told me the only things you've eaten at all. <laughs> and cheddar <laughs> ruffles. <laughs> Yeah. And not to have grilled cheese. It keeps it keeps the protein levels high there. You just keep the cheese coming in. Daily. And I bake ten grapefruits. That's good. Healthy. That's that's super healthy. That's what I've heard. That's why I read online. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Gabby, obviously, thank you for coming. Uh, great to have you as always. Entertaining. Great picks outside of Shubes. Uh, double alcohol. Um, but I think this was a good one. We got some we got some contentious debates out of there. So. Obviously, thank you for thank you for taking time out of your busy influencer schedule to, to I come on. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't do that. That's we are anti that podcast. You know that I am the furthest thing from an influencer. Um, I just call it how I see it. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, it's Kate Weezy, and we back. The rise to the throne. And the. Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience All I got is papers and a lot of haters Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers